to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 1951's A Streetcar Named Desire, directed by Elliot Kazan and starring Vivian Lee and Marlon Brando. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, I watched Let the Right One In. Oh, I've heard of this. It's a great, great, great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the most original thing about vampires that I've I've seen in ever, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's so so good and and very sweet and emotional too. Um, I love this movie. Is, is it scary too? It, it's yes, it's scary okay. in parts, and 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 it's it's really sort of um, there's there's one particular scene of like of someone plummeting to their death that's really really violent. Wow. Um, and I'm you, you're just like you're you're kind of unprepared for that level of it mm-hmm. at that point, but like, man, um, this is a this is a this is a real achievement. This movie. Okay, um, and I would recommend it to everybody. It's probably a future episode. I'm I'm gonna predict it right now. Wow, maybe yeah. next year's Halloween. Yes, who knows? Yes, that would be perfect. Okay, sweet. Mm-hmm. Let the right one in. Yep. I watched a recent movie called Rememory. Mm-hmm. It came out this year. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. It uh, it's a science fiction movie with Peter Dinklage as the lead, and we now have the ability. It like takes place in like modern contemporary times, but there's this new kind of like Apple like product release it's okay. like for storing your memories on like a disk drive mm. and like you can watch them back and like it's supposed to be for therapy purposes so you can like view your memory objectively instead of like how you think you remember it you can see how it actually was oh okay uh and stuff like that it sounds like a cool premise and yeah. then like the one guy's murdered and you try to figure out what's going on but man this movie is a slog really it is so boring oh no it's a great idea, and it's just wasted. Yeah. Uh, not much is really interesting in the movie. <laughs> I mean, Dinklage is good, but he's not doing anything. Yeah. He's just kind of, like, looking at the camera. Sad looking sometimes. Looking at the so, camera. Like, yeah. I mean, he's... <laughs> the movie, it just sucks. Yeah. I mean, God, it could have been good. There's a good premise, but it's just bad. So in those moments where you where you become an English teacher mm-hmm. and you, you want to sit the director down and and kind of go through their C minus <laughs> paper and go let's take this out let's move this here you yeah. have good ideas here so and so yeah it, it was very convoluted uh-huh. and I think it was trying to be smarter than it was mm. uh, it didn't execute well uh, just confusing and a mess like it it was too long. Yeah, rememory was. I wish I could go back and erase this memory. That's <laughs> yes. that's what I wish I could do. No kidding, I want to tamper with my own memory, of course, to remove the, my memory of rememory. So <laughs> that's what I've been watching. Good. <laughs> Let's talk about a great movie, Dave. Absolutely. Why don't you give everyone a synopsis on okay. Streetcar Named Desire? Okay, not so. not a street cat named Bob. No, don't Google <laughs> a. St- if you Google a streetcar, make sure to put streetcar with no spaces. Otherwise, yeah. you get a street cat named Bob, yeah. which we just found out. Uh, Twenty sixteen release. Uh huh. It's not as good. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna predict. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yes. Let's continue. Yes. So, um, if you're listening to this podcast, I, we're assuming you know the plot or you know of a streetcar named Desire. It is a classic film from old Hollywood, uh, on the edges of old Hollywood, but what it did was also ushered in a new style of screen acting, mm-hmm. uh, mostly personified by Marlon Brando. Um, but the actual overall story is that uh, there, there's a, a a woman who is like sort of a Southern aristocrat who has lost everything and seeks out her younger sister who is now lives in New Orleans with a uh, with it with a guy who is not like who is not from their world. Mm-hmm. And uh, cultures clash, and this woman is also the the aristocratic woman is also kind of starting to lose her mind a bit. Yeah, and um, that is uh, what we will analyze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, was this Marlon Brando's first feature film? It was not. Okay. Uh, but was it his first one that got him fame? Yeah, it was the first really? one that was like a like really visible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's really good in this movie. Mm-hmm. And like you said at the time, it's ushering in a new era. And you could really tell. If you watch other movies from 1951 at, next to this one, yeah, it's like this is a movie's a punch in the gut of, of like reality. Of it's course. like holy shit. Like no one's speaking in the, you know that transatlantic no. you know like you saying like no one I no. mean they weren't doing that at the time anyway really, but it's not this fast talking, no. you know, Sounds like a screenplay dialogue. Yeah. 
It's so naturalistic. I know. Like, this is where method acting comes from. That's right. This movie. Well, this is what the best display of it, you know, the first time in film. Absolutely. Uh, Brando came from the stage, though, right? Yeah. And that's how he learned all this stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Man, and as Stanley Kowalski, he is such a a little (laughs) shitbag. He's terrifying in this movie at times. I know. He's so good. Um, Stanley Kowalski, like, he kind of... Men like him just fill me with dread and anxiety um, for any number of reasons, um, mainly mm-hmm. because they, they, they run the world, and probably I'll speak for both of us, you and I just don't fit into that world. <laughs> Not <know>? really. No. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I don't know how to navigate through it. I, 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 I find myself getting uh, like really upset and, and just flushing all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I... I <laughs> I, I, I want to punch this man, but I also don't want to punch this man for fear of what might happen to me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's... Yeah, he's not afraid to speak his mind. No. Which I like. Yeah. Um. So Blanche, played by Vivian Lee, uh, is the aristocratic older sister mm-hmm. who... We've talked about Marlon Brando's performance in this movie just a little already, but Vivian Lee equals it. Absolutely. And even, I would say, is better... She's better than than Brando. I would okay. say she's slightly better than Brando. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to eat my words on that. But no, you know what? She her her performance is is definitely the equal. And yeah. and I if you want to say it exceeds Marlon's Brando's, that, that that's that's fine with me. I, I I would always listen to that argument because she's awesome in this movie. Yeah. See, I don't. Now that I said that, I'm like, well, how am I going to back that up? I don't know. But well, definitely they're equal. They're both such great performances. We don't, we're not sabermetricians, yeah. man. We don't right, need yeah, to have data to back up our our claims. Right. You know? It's fine. Sabermetrics on streetcars. Yes. <laughs> Bob Gibson could help us out with that, couldn't he? We need Bill James to become a movie fan and analyze these films. <laughs> anyway, uh, so she shows up in New Orleans and stays with her sister, Stella, Yeah, who is married to Stanley, mm-hmm. freshly newlyweds uh, within the last year, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Stella left their old you know, Mississippi farmhouse to get a different life for yeah. herself, and Blanche stayed back to take care of everything. Um, and apparently everything's gone to shit now. She lost the the property. She lost everything. That's all she says. She's like, I've lost. It's it's gone. It's gone. It's, it's lost. gone. She doesn't ever say what happened. Right. Which immediately makes you think, well, what the fuck is going on? Kinda. Yeah. And Stella is just kind of goes with it. And uh, Marlon Brando, Stanley, kind of just onto her from the get go. Like, what? Why aren't you telling us the truth? You right. Know? Right. Which is cool because the first time I saw this movie. I wasn't ready for this movie. I was like, holy shit, this is... <laughs> right. Goes in the directions you don't expect, and Stanley from the get-go just doesn't like Blanche. Yep. Like, right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, and he he uh, is basically in her face from the beginning of the movie. He's never... I, I can't think of, like, one scene where he is actually polite to this woman. Mm-hmm. Um, when he walks into the apartment after they, 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 they've seen him... Uh, Stella and and Blanche have like gone to the bowling alley and had a had a drink together while Stanley was bowling and then they go home and Stanley comes later. He walks in and all he says to her is like, you know, oh, you're Stella's sister. How's it going? And yeah. then from then on, he is just pre- he offers her a drink kind of in a shitty way. Uh-huh. Um he undresses in front of her in what is obviously uh, just, you know, like he's just showing off. Oh yeah. Um mm-hmm. which I, I, and maybe Marlon Brando himself is showing off because yeah. he's <laughs> God. like he's physically perfect in 1951. Yeah, he is. I mean, like unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. He's got the James Dean look. Yep. With like a muscle bod. <laughs> it is insane. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, like, like, like they, they just. I mean, it, 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 he's it, a sexy man. He is. He. Well, what can you say? And 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 it set the standard forever because, like, like anyone who's ever performed this play, you know, from from here on, has to be that. Now, mm-hmm. you, you can't have some Bluto guy playing Stanley Kowalski. Yep. It has to be a man who just oozes sexual charisma, mm-hmm. um, while also being a total dick. Uh huh. <laughs> There's lots of that out there. I think. Of course. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but I really like this scene because Blanche, like, once. Him yeah. to want her, kind of. Yeah. Because Blanche is kind of neurotic, and she's obsessed with her own image mm-hmm. and how she looks and how people perceive her. Yes. And as soon as Stanley comes home, she just wants him to like her. Right. And he, he 
like by his taking off his shirt and just kind of being he's being kind of flirty almost oh yeah it's a very like sexy scene yeah but it's not right because it's his <laughs> wife's sister you know and i know he's not really like trying to pursue anything with her right here i don't think mm-hmm. but he's just kind of like he doesn't care what he's doing he's like just yeah. playing the sexual tension game yeah in this scene where, where he's he's walking around the room um like he, he's it's it's not just taking your shirt off. It's the way you hold the bottle. Uh-huh. And it's the way you smoke your cigarette. Yep. And these poses he strikes. Yep. Um. Uh. It's it's all it, it's 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 all definitely it's flirty with without like wanting the um the end game. I yeah. Guess. And there's a a moment when she like touches his muscle. Yep. And like they kind of like take her her hand back real quick. Uh-huh. Like oh my god, can't believe it. <laughs> I just touched that guy's muscle. What yes. what am I gonna touch next? Exactly. You know. Oh, of course it is. I mean. <laughs> And like, yeah, because because like the, the the cat screeches and she gets startled, uh-huh. and then she like yeah. kind of like almost like into his arms almost, uh-huh. and he just like looks down at the, her hand uh-huh. on his arm, and and like he's he's <laughs> satisfied with where this has gone. Yeah, you know, he I think he's he likes that she, he can tell she likes him kind of absolutely immediately, and he loves that. Yeah, because he's a. A selfish prick. Of course he is. <laughs> it, 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 like that, that. That's all this man knows is is just how to how to do that. He, he's probably done this to, you know, every woman in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. He he walks around on a wife beater or shirtless at all times. Uh-huh. You know, uh, it's it's the, the the guy knows what he has and and he like just it's just food for him. <laughs> it totally is. Ah, <laughs> uh, Stanley. Yeah, yeah. Stanley. <laughs> um, and then. From here, like he tells Stella, like he do- he's onto her, you yeah. know, something's wrong here, right? You know, and uh, he starts going on about the Napoleonic Code. Oh wow, which is fun. The Napoleonic Code <laughs> speech is just it's it's one of my favorite things. Uh he's like talking about how here in New Orleans we got a thing called the Napoleonic Code, <laughs> where what's a man's wife's stuff is also his problem, and he has to take an interest in her affairs, like, and vice versa, and vice versa. It's really good. And he's trying to explain it to uh-huh. Stella and Blanche like oh, yeah. separately. And he keeps he can't like get his words in because they're like interrupting him. And he's like, God, Brando's so good. He's so physical. He's like, Will you let me talk? And yeah. like just says shit like that and like grabs their arms and things. Very imposing. Of course. But like him just trying to get through this speech and how passionately <laughs> he's talking about the Napoleonic Code is so good, man. <laughs> And he's well, you know, like first he asks Tell, you know, have you ever heard of the Napoleonic Code? He's like, no, Stanley, I've never heard of the Napoleonic Code. Well, let me enlighten you on a point or two here, baby. Yeah, you know, oh man. And then he makes that speech, Uh and and like, and then he has the the my kind of the 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 rejoinder to that is is when he says he always has like he knows people who can do things like he he said he when he, when they when they see Blanche's trunk and it has the jewels in it uh-huh. he says well I'm, I have an I have an acquaintance of mine who who appraises these kinds of things he's right, coming yeah. over and doing a full appraisal of this and then he, when he sees the papers from <laughs> Bell Reeve he's like and I have, I have a lawyer acquaintance he'll go through this for us yes. and, and I was like he just knows people he always knows everybody that's right <laughs> <laughs> he's a man about town how does he how does he know people People are probably afraid of him. Oh, yeah, like, of course. Like, when we first meet him at the bowling alley, yeah. Stella and Blanche are standing there, and Stella's like, oh, that's him over there. And he's getting in a fight with all the other bowlers. <laughs> Blanche is like, which one is yeah. he? He's the one making all the rhubarb. She's yeah. <laughs> he like, and, and it's like, it's real, too. I mean, like 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 this, like this, we said about, like, ushering in new screen acting. I mean, like, mm-hmm. at one point during that bowling fight, you just see it for a couple of seconds, but, like, Marlon Brando is being held back, and mm-hmm. then he gets free. He picks up a big plastic chair and just, like, chucks yeah, it at dude. this dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if he'd actually hit him with that, mm-hmm. that guy's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> he's scary. He's so scary. He throws so much shit and breaks so oh, much man. shit in this movie. Yes, he does. God he does. damn. Talk about spousal abuse, oh. man. Uh, uh, mm, yes. The the amount of sleeves that get ripped <laughs> in this film. <laughs> I love it. He's always got like a a torn t-shirt or torn dress. You can always see at least half of his chest. Of course. Of (laughs) course. And and that's, that's half Stanley. And that's probably a bit of Marlon because he was probably proud of what he had too. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, anyway. Uh Uh-huh. I love the scene when he brings her trunk in and well, they bring it in. He's going through all of it. Like we've said, and he's talking about the Napoleonic code Mm -hmm. and he's just throwing all her shit around the room. Yeah. And uh, like, like who, 
what happened to the farm? What happened to Bell Reeve? You know, that's the property, Bell Reeve. Yep. Uh, apparently, they had like a hotel there or something. Uh, tons of land. Right. I don't know what in it all probably the tales to the Civil some, War. Some big you know? estate that yeah. goes back hundreds of years. Right. It, you know, they're millionaires. They're yeah. they're rich as you can be. So he's like, like she lost all this stuff. Why? Why? Why she have this like mink coat and like these jewels and all this shit? Uh-huh. You know. He's like totally onto her. Like this, she won't even explain anything to us. But this is where all the money went. Maybe like all this stuff to make her feel good about herself. Uh huh. And he's not having it. He gets right in Blanche's <laughs> face about it. Yes. Yeah. He he does not. He does not like. Um. He approaches her about it really straight on, and uh-huh. and, and says what you said. I mean, he, he's going through her stuff. Mm-hmm. For, first of all, going through someone else's stuff who you don't even know. Yeah. And throwing it around the room. Mm-hmm. This guy's an animal. He's a savage. And he he has no he has no couth no manners mm-hmm. and and for someone like Blanche who grew up very uh, and Stella I mean mm-hmm. the the old South wh- yeah. where where we're talking like you know uh, Southern the Southern Southern aristocracy you know the people who actually you know well they they were assholes we all know that we uh-huh. all know what they did they had slaves they had big plantations they also like kind of had this cotillion lifestyle that was very genteel. And uh, for someone like Stanley to do with the, to, he, he was on the bottom of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, his people, you know, were, were, were definitely like, like actually, they were probably the overseers in the mm-hmm. fields. Mm-hmm. So they had no, no scruples, no, no, no manners, <clears throat> no, no anything. They had no bearing, no breeding. And so coming up against someone like this. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's, t- like you said, they, they have to have this like front on them of being proper. It's veneer of, yeah. Yes. It's like, oh, it's, it's so fake and yep. phony. Yep. And uh, he, he sees right through it, and he's so different from her. Right. And that's what Stella kind of was attracted to with him. Yeah. Because she liked how real it was. And he even says, like, he's like, before you met me, baby, talking about Stella, like, you were all about that shit, and then I gave you a dose of reality. Yeah. And you loved it. <laughs> he's so frightening, man. Yeah. Because yeah. he's, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, he is right. In that mm-hmm. in that conversation, he he is correct. It is, but he's a prick still. Yes, <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't make him any less of a it doesn't make him a, any kind of a good guy. Uh-huh. But, but he's correct in in the what Stella what attracted Stella to him. Right, and then when he's in that argument with Blanche, he's telling them saying, "Where are the papers? You yeah. know, let me see the papers." And then she he's like trying to get this box out, and he grabs all these other papers, and there's like love letters and stuff. Yeah, um, which is something that happens. She sees the love letters and talks about how like. I guess how men no longer love mm-hmm. her because of her age or yes. something like that. Yes. But then he's like, this is where he's looking through the paper. He's like, I got to that lawyer friend. Oh, look at this. <laughs> and then after this, doesn't he leave and she's there? And then that like delivery boy shows up or whatever. Well, that, that happens that a little later. That's a little bit later. Cause, okay. Cause the, the, the first time after this, like, like oh, after, that's this after encounter, the card game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause the next night is the card game. Oh, um, yeah. and so like Stanley has his buddies over and they, um, when Blanche and and Stella get home because they went out to dinner while while the guys were playing cards, mm-hmm. they get back and they they've set they've set Blanche up in their very small place like behind a a sheet that's like like yeah. a, maybe a living room that just making it into a bedroom for Blanche with mm-hmm. a, with a curtain yeah. uh, just, uh, separating it, and Stanley goes nuts a little bit later, but before that, uh, Carl Malden's character steps mm-hmm. in, Mitch. Yeah. who is uh, like sort of taken with Blanche and very charmed by all the affectations that we talked about, mm-hmm. you know, um, that, that, that Blanche loves to put on because she, yep. in her mind, she's back at those, you know, at those balls, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like with gentlemen callers and, yep. and, you know, suitors and everything. And she's bowing and it's all curtsying. And, and Mitch is just like, wow, this is, this is different. I, I'm, yeah. I grew up sort of hard scrabble New Orleans guy. Mm-hmm. And here's this woman who, who I've only read about. Mm-hmm. Um, and she seems into him. Yeah, too. that's right. She's into anyone who will give her an ounce of attention. Sure. Even if it's not like a, uh, like someone wants to pursue her in a romantic interest, any little scrap of attention she gets, she tries to milk it for as much as she can. Yes, yes. Because she's so vain like that. Oh, of course. I yeah. mean, like like vanity, snobbery, pretentiousness. Mm-hmm. Um, like like these are Blanche's weakness, even though weaknesses, even though she's our hero. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, she, she has her understandable, you know, like, like flaws, I guess. Um, even though she's right about Stanley. Oh yeah. You know, Stanley too. Stanley's right. terrible too. Of course. 
And uh, Blanche is on to him just as much as he's on to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Mitch is really into her. Yeah. And they end up like pursuing some kind of romantic relationship. Right. And I don't think Blanche really likes him. I don't think so either. Like I, like I said before, it's just the attention. Right. She likes it. Because she's kind of leading him on. And he, you can see him. He's sincere about everything. He's like, his feelings are real. Mm-hmm. And he's actually attracted to this woman and wants to be with her and pursue marriage yeah. even. He wants to be with her forever. Yeah. And uh, she keeps stringing him along, saying all this like random shit to keep <laughs> him interested, but like push him away at the same time. Yeah. I guess she's afraid to be with people, even she's though she to wants commit. to. Yeah. yeah. What she does to Mitch is terrible. Like, you can't treat people like that. That's so selfish of her. Yeah. To, to string him on just for this attention. Right. And he keeps trying to kiss her, and she's like, oh, no, please don't. Uh-huh. You know, I'm a I'm a, a sweet Southern belle, and I yes. can't do that or whatever. <laughs> right. And he's like, but you wanted to do this and that. What, what's going... She's just giving him all these mixed signals. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um. Now... Toward the end, I think that the tables turn quite a bit in in the Mitch Blanche dynamic. Well, yeah, because he finds out the truth about her. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the 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 truth is is something that uh, is completely not disturbing for anyone with a brain. You know, mm-hmm. the idea that that someone had a lot of sexual partners uh-huh. and you know had a good time and and you know kind of indulged themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in 1951, in New Orleans, forget about it. You, you can't be a woman and have behaved that way. I guess not. I thought it was more so like all the lying and deception that mm. that uh, she had been pulling the whole time on her sister and Stanley. Yeah. And everybody, really. I, I think I, that's mainly what it is. But yeah. I mean, yeah, her promiscuity may be a little... I had to do something with it. Yeah, and and it, I understand definitely it was it, she, she was being deceitful and mm-hmm. and and like being deceptive with with her loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like that was none of their business. That's true. I mean, you know? who cares? Right. Mm-hmm. And and for Mitch to do what he does, uh, especially you know toward that whole thing of like you know, uh, no, I don't think I want to marry you anymore. I think that you're <laughs> gross. But I do want to fuck you right now. I mean that that's what he's saying mm. in in that moment when he when he's and and. You, <laughs> as much as you want to kill Stanley, I wanted to kill Mitch. In, really, in that you moment. do? Absolutely, yeah. Because I think he's a big fucking phony. You think he's a phony? I do. Okay. Because he just like, yeah, I, he he was he was clicking his heels and being very uh, like gentlemanly all all throughout their courtship. And then when he finds out one thing that, yeah. that maybe maybe like this woman isn't as virtuous as he wants, um, fuck you, dude. Okay. I mean, like, 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 <laughs> what, 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 what is that your matter? You know. I guess not. Yeah. Um. That's that's how I took it. Yeah. I guess, like I said already, I don't lean too much into the sleeping around thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I haven't thought about it enough either. But, okay. Uh, I always just thought it was more because he was deceived by her, not yeah. because of sexual partners, but because lying about what happened in her past with Belle Reeve and mm. like why is she here, where has she been? Like, okay. I mean. She's deceiving everybody, really, to, yeah. to be able to stay where she is. She could still stay with Stella and Stanley, even if she tells the truth. Like, I don't see why she can't do that. Because, like... Because like, it, it destroys her front. Like, that's like that's, her her veneer she has that yeah. she wants to appear this certain way. It destroys the image she wants to have. Those are Blanche's weaknesses, yeah. yeah. She, mm-hmm. she, she couldn't stand people knowing that, that she isn't... What, what everyone's built up in their mind as, as, as being the, yeah. this... this, this a uh, high-born woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she wants to just keep that that perpetuate that that image, and it sucks. <laughs> I hate Blanche. Do you? I fucking hate Blanche. Oh Lord, let's mm-hmm. get into it. Okay, you hate Blanche. Well, this is this is a, a a weird turn for the dudes. I think she's a terrible, deceptive. You know, ugh, I hate oh, her. Okay, all right. She lies all yeah. the time. She's phony. <laughs> she does. You can see she does have maybe some mental problems. Yes, of course. Which feeds into it even more. Mm. But the way she treats everybody and her selfishness, I can't have it. I yeah. just can't stand it, how she's treating everybody. Okay. Just to make herself feel better. I I don't like it. I don't like Blanche one bit. I think <laughs> Vivian Lee gives a dynamite performance oh, as yeah. Blanche. This is one of the greatest performances you can see. Agreed. But man, I hate this character. Just like I hate Stanley. 
So, okay. All right. Like, I hate both of them. They, they're <laughs> despicable. <laughs> At least Stanley's real, though. Yeah. Yeah, so, you, you know I'm, what you're getting with yeah. him. So, um, ugh. Ah, that, that, that's interesting. I, I okay. Well, like, so so you're not like rooting for 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 Blanche's well being in 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 any sense. Not really. Okay. Not really. I see her as a villain. Oh, kind of. Okay. Like, the only good person in the movie is Stella. I would agree. Stella yeah. is the best person. Yeah. Yes. And I'm kind of more on the side of Mitch than on. Holy on. crap. All right. All right. Just because, like I said, I don't think it's the the promiscuity that's making him feel that way. Mm. So we've already talked about that. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Stella really is the only one who's not a bad person. Right. She's blameless in <laughs> yeah, every way. Yeah. Even Mitch, you know, reacts probably the wrong way. Yes. Like, he's kind of a dick, too. Right. But, I mean, Stella, yeah, she's basically a victim of everyone around her. Um, and and after we um, like after Mitch and and Blanche first meet that night that that it, the whole night sort of culminates in a domestic oh, yeah, violence yeah. incident. Mm-hmm. Stanley's getting pissed off. He's with Pablo and Steve and um and Mitch, and, Mitch and they're playing cards. And when Mitch goes over to sort of like start talking to Blanche, mm-hmm. they they turn on the uh, a little radio and like Blanche is now you know like like always uh-huh. uh, she's. Um, like dancing around the room mm-hmm. and Stanley finally he, he's telling him to shut up and finally he's had enough he gets up rips the curtain down takes the radio flings it out the window and then starts just you know he, he's very drunk by yeah. now and uh, and then he hits Stella yep who is pregnant at the moment yeah and the guys all rush him and get him like like away from Stella yeah at least they do that yes yeah they, they and they they take him to the shower and mm-hmm. Eunice, Steve's uh, Steve's wife, the lady upstairs. Yes, the lady yeah. upstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, like she, she takes Stella. I like upstairs. her too. She's Eunice a good is, person. Eunice is totally cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm always. She's I'm always a good person. Eunice. I'm Team Eunice. Yeah, <laughs> Team Eunice. Hashtag Team Eunice. Yes. <laughs> uh, and they're, they're trying to get Stanley sobered up, and then we get the famous thing of like uh-huh. uh, of, of the, the the yelling Stella. Stella. Yes, Stella yep. from the street. Yep, he's out in the rain. Yep, at the bottom of the staircase, yelling Stella. Yeah. He's his shirt. I don't think he's shirtless, but it's like ripped. <laughs> like thirty percent of the shirt is still attached to his body, but it's wet and it's just like, like just smashed against his muscles. Like <laughs> he is nothing but an ID bracelet and sinew. You know, like like he's just pure sex yelling yep. from the street, and like and and so 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 Stella, like like doesn't she? She's pissed off that Stanley has behaved this way. But she goes to him yeah. because she loves him. She comes down the stairs uh-huh. very slowly. Yes. It's a very sexy scene. And very animalistically, like, comes to him. Like, like, like she, yeah. she's standing on the stair. Mm-hmm. He goes and, like, rests his head against her stomach and is, like, clutching her from the back. And then she, like, reaches over his back and, like, starts uh-huh. clawing him almost. Yep. Like, in a very, like... I really want this kind of way. Yeah. Um, which in 1951 was pretty scandalous. Mm-hmm. Even in 2017, you're looking at it going, whoa, yep. you know, like, like, like the, the, these two are really into each other physically. Yep. And like, I think the next scene, Blanche is talking to her about it. Yeah. And Stella's like, you know, I kind of like it. So yep. she's like, why don't you get out of here? You can't be with this animal. Right. And Stella's like, no, I kind of like this. So. And when yeah. she's saying that, like, like she's describing also like their wedding night when when Stanley got pissed off about something at the oh, hotel. Oh God, yeah. And he wa- and he went around the room <laughs> with like a shoe bashing all the light bulbs. Uh huh. Um, and like <laughs> like Blanche is just like, what he did? What? And then Stella, she she not only says she liked it, but she's like, she's like nude under this sheet, and she's like l- like laying back and kind of like you can tell she she's just remembering had, it. Yes, yeah, it, yes. Uh huh. And and she's she's getting a little turned on again. I, because she's with Marlon Brando, I guess. I, I guess, yeah. That's all it takes. Yes, 1951 Marlon right. Brando. <laughs> but yeah, when God, when when he gets up and throws that radio out the window, he throws it through the glass pane. Yeah. He doesn't like throw it out the open window. True, that's an important. He breaks part his of it. goddamn window. Breaks his own window. <laughs> that's how brutal this dude is. I mean. Th- th- think of what it's like when you have to replace a, a pane of glass in your house. What a pain in the ass, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. Like, like he, he just doesn't even, he doesn't give a shit. Nope. You know? 
And I think he's drinking in every scene of the movie, yes, actually, he is. too. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. He's always got something going. He doesn't even care to, like, not make a mess in his own house. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, there's the one part where he's got the beer, and he actually, before he opens it up, he shakes it. Oh, yeah, it. he's celebrating because that yes. baby was just born. It, it, yeah. it, it's like he just won the LCS, and, and <laughs> it just like it, it just goes spurting out, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I really love that. Yeah. And he, like... It spurts out, and then it's not enough, so he like puts his thumb yeah, on the top and shakes yeah. it more, and it's like oh, spraying it all over his exactly, head. Exactly, yes. You need a Gatorade tub dumped over his head right here. <laughs> I know. He needs those big goggles. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. I know. And speaking of that scene, does he rape Blanche? Yes, he does. Oh, my good Lord Almighty. Yes, he does. The night his daughter's born, mm-hmm. he goes home to get some rest at their house, and he just decides to rape Blanche. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. The- Another movie, Dave. <laughs> Yes, I, we we mentioned it last. Week. <laughs> I, I I prepared everyone. I was like, yep. "Hey, get ready for more sexual assault." Yep, because it's going to be covered on this show for some reason. Uh, we we yeah. just we just cannot pick a movie now that doesn't have this in it. I and think it's, next week we're good. Oh I yeah, I think. Uh, yes, we are. We are. We are definitely good. Yeah. Yes. Don't worry, everybody. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, like they're getting into it again for some reason. I don't yeah. remember how it starts this time, but like he starts chasing her around the room kind of and yeah. she breaks like a whiskey bottle and is pointing it right at him yep and he's like let's do this yes and he is inching closer to her he like rushes up and gets her and grabs the, her arm so she can't stab him and what happens is he like punches her and the camera kind of turns into the camera not into the camera the camera kind of turns into a mirror and the mirror shatters and then vivian lee like like flings her head back and it's like ah yeah and then uh she's on the bed at that point and you you can see what where this is going yeah. you know you yeah. don't need to see what's going to happen you know right yeah and the way it actually starts is when they when yeah when he comes back from the hospital and Stella's in there having the baby um well before he gets there Blanche has now completely she she's very close to just totally losing her mind because she's already had the big dust up with Mitch yeah, yeah. Um, he's already told her, you know, like that that, that she's a slut and she's no good. Mm-hmm. Um, so now she's prettied herself up and she's like pretending to be in, you know, Belle Reve. Oh yeah, again. she's dancing around right. and talking to imaginary people. Yep. You know, she's mm-hmm. she's like, you know, uh, she's got her atomizer again, and 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 like when Stanley walks in, you you, you don't even hear him come in. You just hear, "Hey, Blanche." Mm-hmm. You know. Oh. Like off screen, and then she she's like immediately taken right out of her fantasy, and she looks over, and there's Stanley. Mm-hmm. He tells her the status of Stella, of of what's going on with Stella, and then he starts seemingly being nice to her. Yeah, he s- seems so genuinely nice mm-hmm. right now. Right, and I guess he's really happy because he's having his uh, uh, his first child, which he mentions as a son. By the way, he's like, oh, my son's born. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and then then we find out a couple days later it was a daughter. Maybe that's why I couldn't remember. Yeah, exactly. Mixed up. Yes, he he's just assuming it's going to be a son so yeah. that he can continue his kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the Fucking Godfather. Asshole. Yeah, exactly. There you go, I, I, Brando. Uh, yes. Um. <laughs> yeah, Sonny's gonna be born. <laughs> Maybe <Real>? that's Sonny. <laughs> you think so? Yes. It's a shared universe. <laughs> Santino Kowalski. <laughs> oh, dude, no. Yeah. No. The Corleones wouldn't have nothing with no. that. The, the Corleones <laughs> w- would have taken down Stanley. Yes. Yeah. It, it, yeah. He, it would have, he would have had the same end that Carlo does. Yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's scary to see him go from so, like, happy and uh, unintimidating, actually, yeah. to just, like, the most vile thing he can do to somebody, like. Because he's just pretending. in a matter of minutes. Oh yeah. yeah, and like like even though he he's kind of like the the the, the perception of it is, is is he actually being nice? Like as it goes on, you can tell he's pretending. Yeah, like because he's starting to say some some smart ass things again, mm-hmm. and and it's it's ratcheting up and ratcheting up until finally he mm-hmm. like throughout this whole thing, she's saying that she she got a telegram from some ex boyfriend. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and she's telling this big story about how they're going on a cruise, and he like first like acts like he's buying this story mm-hmm. and finally he apparently never bought it mm-hmm. because no one would have buy such a, a you know a, such Ugh. a story it, it's, it's obviously a lie right stanley calls bullshit on her exactly fast yes. he like gets right in her face and is yelling at her yep like well, i don't believe a single word you're saying yep. that guy from dallas is not fucking coming here <laughs> there was no fucking telegram yeah exactly. yeah god yeah it's so good and um 
And then he, like, in, in, instead of just kicking her out of the house and saying enough of this, he does this thing. Oh. He assaults her. Yeah. Yep. And then he, did he already buy her the ticket yep. back to Oriole? Yeah. That, that okay. came, like, uh, before Mitch showed up. Okay. It was when Mitch stood up the, the birthday party. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. It was his birthday present to her. Yep. A ticket to get the fuck out of here and yep. go back to where you fucked a whole town. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bad dude. I know, I know. Go back to Oriole. Uh-huh. Go back to what the Lonesome Heart Hotel or whatever the hell it's call- called. Yeah. Or <laughs> he, he he claims that like you know it it was the Flamingo Hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It turns out it was called the Tarantula Arms, which is a much better name for a sleazy hotel. <laughs> which is such a weird name, Tarantula <laughs> Arms. <laughs> It sounds way more interesting than the flamingo. Yeah, I'd re- I'd stay at the tarantula arms. <laughs> of course, I want a room there tonight. You know, you think you could sleep there though? There's vibrating like... beds. Oh and, god, and, and yeah, it's 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 a gross place. <laughs> oh dude, uh, but yeah, when when he gives her that ticket, it like devastates her because yep. she's like, "All right, so you're rubbing my past in my face, yep. which I didn't know you knew about, right? And you are also wanting me to leave." Which she already knows he wants her out, yeah. but she's not leaving. Uh, but this just, you know, makes it concrete. Yeah. And, and, and like, Stella is, is seeing all this, and she's mad that, that, that Stanley is being this crass about it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that, that because Blanche has been in the house now for five months, yeah. um, of, course, of course it's an imposition if your sister-in-law is staying with you for five months. Right. And not doing anything. Yeah. Uh, and eating all your food. <laughs> Drinking all your booze. Drinking all your booze. Which is what with, Brando's concerned with. Exactly. They, they don't even mention food. It's, <laughs> right. It's, you know, you're drinking my fine brown bourbons. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, I, I know that that would be a huge pain. And and you want this person to, mm-hmm. you know, like, like move on. Yep. Uh, but the way he goes about it is just a Stanley Kowalski way. And then Stella's pissed off at him, and then he... Um, he has the, another another blow up at the at this dinner where he like tells off the women uh-huh. because they're 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 saying he's he's uh, like eating chicken like a pig, which he is. Yep. Um, he throws coffee cups and he he like you know I think she asked Stella asked him to clean his plate. Yes, and he says, "Oh, I'll clean it," and he grabs it and throws it against the wall. Wow. And he's he's like, a child. And he's like, you want me to clean yours? And he reaches over and Stella then like quickly covers her plate with her yes. hands. And she's staring like at the table, like not making eye contact with him at right, all. Right. And he's standing up while he's doing this and just like looming over the top of her. Yep. This dude sucks. Man. I know. I know. Don't you ever talk that way to me, yeah. he says. And, and then he goes out to cool his heels a little bit. And Stella comes out. And like Stanley is semi apologetic about what happened, and he's mm-hmm. already given Blanche the bus ticket, and he's getting Stella on his side. Yeah, he's like you know coming back. Look, listen, we, we were happy till we, she we were happy, up. honey. You know, like, yeah. like let's let, let's go back to that. And do you think that he ever hit Stella before Blanche showed up? Probably. I think I so too. I get the feeling he did. Yes. Um. Probably before they were even married. Right. I mean, she like we know she kind of likes it. She she likes his. So the, the 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 night that he we know, we know that he definitely did hit her yeah like like when she's like telling Blanche about everything and she's laying in bed mm-hmm. um when Blanche asks her you know like what was it after you know you went back to him and she says oh you should have seen him he was just so he was like you know as I I guess he was very sweet he was to blubbering her. like a baby yes yes like putty in her hands yes like, he was so sweet after he realized what he had done right right. <laughs> Which you know you should realize what you're about to do, of course, and then not do it. That's that that that's yeah. The, that's that the, you shouldn't do it and then realize it's wrong. Domestic abusers to me, like they they, well we know they're the worst people on earth. Yeah, you know, um, because it's not even just the the, the violent acts; it's the control they have over yep. over the person they're abusing. Yep. Um, and Stanley Kowalski, if I, I I I have tried so hard. So hard because I've read so much about this character. I've tried so hard to sympathize with him in, in any way, mm-hmm. but I can't because of this because of these actions. Yeah. yeah, like like I know he's a real guy. Mm-hmm. I know that he's totally genuine and he's giving you what his what's really inside of him. But when he puts his hands on another person like that, especially his pregnant wife, yeah, fuck this guy. He needs to be killed. I don't like Stanley at all. Yeah, in, in any sense. Right. So I mean, he's a total creep. He's 
he's the most unlikable person, even though he has he has so much charisma. Yeah. And like he oozes sexuality. Yes. Like this guy's a magnet for people. I know. Yeah. Like people want to be near this guy. Yeah. Because he's so cool. Yeah. He's so attractive. Mm-hmm. But he's the worst human being on the planet. Absolutely. He's the worst person in New Orleans. Does he murder? <laughs> would he he would kill somebody of if it came he, up. If it I, came I am up. positive he would. Yeah. He, he he would think of it his as God given right. He he would like he would be like like one of the 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 He'd be on trial right now for like neighborhood watch bullshit. Uh-huh. You know, he'd be one of those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd be like, he'd be a George Zimmerman. You he know, sucks. Today. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what a great character, though. Holy oh, I mean, shit, man. like Tennessee Williams, like like the, the, this play, uh, this film. I mean, like like you can tell he really understands just people. He he, he does. Knows, he writes know, all all his stuff is like that. Right. And he he grew up in that environment, so everything takes place in the South. Um, mm-hmm, I mean, yeah. you watch Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, and it's you know it's so good. Yeah, Liz yeah. Taylor knocks that out of the park, man. man. Her and Paul Newman and, mm-hmm. and Burl Ives, yeah, God. no doubt, so good. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, and you know, oh, so okay, yeah, so so with Stanley and Blanche, and and like that, the, after that happens, where where uh, where Stanley, you know, ta- uh, actually rapes Blanche Dubois, he then looks like he has her committed. Yeah, the end of the movie is they're they're telling her she's going to go with that man mm-hmm. from Dallas who's yeah. going to meet her. And uh they're getting her all made up and it's Stella and the lady from upstairs, Eunice. Eunice, yeah, mm-hmm. team Eunice. <laughs> she is they're like getting her all fancied up, you know, looking all nice, like, "Oh, you know, a suitor's coming. You need to look your best." Yeah. And she's asking how she looks and they're like, "You look lovely. Like, you look amazing." Mm-hmm. They're just feeding into her. Like <laughs> They're kind of in, Stella like enables her throughout the whole movie. Too. Yeah, she does. Um, and then the people that show up is an old man and a lady, and uh, Blanche sees him and is like, "That's not." I, does she say that's not the man, or does she just say, "Why does that is that woman with him?" She says, "Why is that woman yeah, with him?" She's she's so far gone now that mm-hmm. she's she doesn't care what guy is there. Like she's just gonna go with him. This guy's ninety years old. Yeah, if he's a day. Yeah, and he he's. You know, maybe he runs an asylum. Mm-hmm. And so she doesn't want to go with them. And then they end up tackling her. And she eventually gives in and is going to go. Right. So basically, they put her in the nut house. Mm-hmm. That's how, you know, that's how this story ends. Yeah. <laughs> then, <laughs> God. And everyone is saying goodbye to her. Like, goodbye, Blanche. You know. And she's just kind of like, goodbye. Yeah. I'll see you later. She's totally off the deep end at this point. Because when, because after after they tackle her, it like it like triggers something else in her mind. Because uh-huh. uh, because I think she kind of snuffs out what's not okay. This isn't really. I'm not really going with a, a suitor right now. Yeah. And then she kind of realizes maybe what's happening, but she doesn't quite know it. And then when when she gets tackled, something else happens where the guy was able to like pose as a suitor. Yeah. Yeah. And she takes his arm. Yep. And you know. And and what's happening here is. Everyone in the the scene is talking, but it's like echoing yeah, in yeah. in her mind. So we're hearing like what Blanche is hearing. It's right. like this very distant, echoey like dialogue happening, where it's kind of she's in a trance or not really there all the way. Yep. Um, and I think she even says something like, "I've always depended on the kindness of strangers." It's one of the most famous lines yeah. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And then that's when she goes, uh, which I guess is true. She's been mooching off everybody the whole film. <laughs> That's pro- that's what she was doing back in Oriole. <laughs> and that's probably how she lost Belle Reeve. Like, yeah. She just can't take care of herself. Right. And she had also had an incident with with a 17-year-old kid. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, that was part of it too. That that became a big scandal. Yeah. Yeah. Um and that that was that was that was really the the final straw for for like That's why she had to leave and come to New Orleans. Yes. yes. Yeah. Cuz she lost her teaching position and and God only knows what happened with the property. We we don't know. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't know, and I, I, I assume the only person who does know is Stanley Kowalski's lawyer acquaintance. Probably. Who did the appraisal <laughs> of this stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then Stanley's going to try to get his hands all over that money somehow. Of course. And then squander it. Yep. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what he's going to do? And then it shows Stella watching Blanche leave, and Stella runs upstairs with her baby yeah. and says, I'm never going back to, to Stanley again. That's right. Because I guess this is one step too far. Stanley committed my sister, even though he's been beating me and doing all these terrible things. This is what, you know, breaks it. Yep. This breaks it for me. Uh, Because he's inside and you hear him yelling, hey, Stella. Yep. Stella. 
And she's like, uh-uh. Nope. Leaving. I'm done. Right. At least she leaves them. She has the courage. I mean, because, like, someone who's being abused, like, like almost never can 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 leave their abuser mm-hmm. because it, it's just become normal for them. Yeah. And they're afraid of, of what's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. And they have every right to be. When, when um... So when someone actually is able to leave someone like this, mm-hmm. it's it's so it, it it it's it just makes you believe in the human spirit almost yeah. because it's like how did you ma- how did you muster up this kind of courage? <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it's it's a great moment for Stella that she comes out on top. Yeah. On this. Now, do you think she really does leave him? Because this is the end here. Yeah. It's him yelling for Stella again, and she's running upstairs to get away from him for what we know, assume is the last time. Well, I, I agree with you that it is a little ambiguous yeah. because it's she's just running up to Eunice's place. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going to happen from there. I mean, because yeah. like, where where could she go? I don't know. She doesn't Back have home? a job. Back but to Belle Reve? But the Belle Reve, we don't even know if it's, I if know. it's still standing. So, yeah, it's a that's a tough situation to be in. Right. And she just got that newborn baby. Of course. So who knows if she really is or not. I mean, I, I, I guess if she divorces Stan, if she, if she like, you know, actually files papers to get a divorce from yeah. Stanley, mm-hmm. she would get half of his stuff. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Not just because of Napoleon Napoleonic code. Napoleonic code, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she would be able to set herself up with something. <laughs> right. But if all she does is go up to Eunice's house, Stanley's going up those stairs, oh, He's going to break you know? the door down. Of course. He's, He's going to trash their house and then punch yes, Eunice. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And Steve. And they're mm-hmm. both, they're both, you know, of course. Yep. So she's got to, yeah, I, I, it's, it sucks that, that, that we don't know. I hope, I hope that she went yeah. back to Mississippi. The way, the way it ends feels hopeful though. Yes. It does. But when you really think about it, it's like, okay, so what's, how's that going to work? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you don't have to worry about that. Right. It ends on a slightly positive note. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, and that's the end of the movie. Right. Phenomenal. Uh, phenomenal, man. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, man, yeah, uh, there, there, there's just no doubt about it. I was so glad you picked this movie because cool. I hadn't seen it in a year or two. Mm-hmm. And uh, watching it again, even better than yes. the last time. Yes. So good. <laughs> I know. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, yeah, just a few things. Okay. Like, uh, so, it, as we know, this movie is directed by Elliot Kazan. Um, and Was this his first movie? I don't know if this was his first movie, okay. but he had direct he had directed the play when it when it debuted on Broadway. Oh, okay. Um, and he had all the same cast except Jessica Tandy played Blanche Dubois. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everybody came back for the film, um, and Elia had his own issues. Uh, he was uh, called in by the HUAC, yeah, and he actually did name names, really, uh, in order to you know keep himself out of jail. Uh, he was a <laughs> card carrying communist. I don't know if one of the names he named was Kim Hunter, um, who played Stella in the film, uh-huh. but Kim Hunter was blacklisted in, really? in the 1950s. I didn't she, know that. Yes. And hmm. it's like, like whenever I, whenever I watch this movie, I can't help but think about it. What did, did he, did he sell out Kim Hunter? You know, man, because uh, if that if that happened, I mean, like, I, I don't know how to feel. I wasn't there. I mean, yeah, like, like right. I, I don't know what I would have done. I, would I wanted to stay out of jail? I, yeah, that, jail is that's very crazy, you know, man. Yeah, it is. It was a horrible time. Uh, the, I mean, if you're in the middle of a witch hunt, what would you do? I don't know. Right. Um, was Kim Hunter in a lot of stuff? Um, well, because I don't, I don't recognize her from a lot of things. Well, I, I understand you not being able to recognize her because the only other big thing I know her from is Planet of the Apes, where she played Zira. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> With all the makeup on? Yes. Yeah, okay. So. Yep, her and Roddy McDowell were the two main chimpanzee uh-huh. characters from that series. Okay. Um, and, <laughs> and, it, and it really sucks because she's an Oscar winner. Yeah. And her career w- was derailed and almost ruined by a bunch of bullshit. By America. Yes. There you go. Freedom. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let, let, let's celebrate. Let, let, let's, let's talk about this. The greatest country on earth, everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think our show always veers that way towards the end. We're like, yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck, America. fuck America. What's wrong with what's wrong with people? What's wrong with you? What? It always ends with the world being a piece of shit. So, <laughs> yes. Once again, we have we have done that. Uh-huh. So, 
Um, okay, so anything else? Too little, too late for Mitch in the end, in my book. Um, I, I just wanted to quick, quick talk about one more thing about Mitch, because okay. I know that you and I differed on him. Okay. When he's in, when, when Blanche is uh, is starting to lose her mind and, and the, the people from the institution show up, uh-huh. he's he starts going at Stanley, you did this to her, blah, 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 and then Stanley has to fight him off. And I'm thinking to myself, Mitch, you're a fucking phony. You, you had a chance last night. When, when, when Blanche was pouring her heart out to you and mm-hmm. talking about the tarantula arms, you could have been sensitive enough to say, yeah. you know what, let's you and I get out of here. Yeah, he could um, have. And you didn't. And now you're balling too little too late, friend. Mm-hmm. You know, I, oh, that's that's terrible. I just, I don't like it. So next time I watch this, I'll I'll keep my eyes open on that oh, aspect oh, okay. of Mitch right. and maybe, maybe I'll see it. Like that, and next time I watch yeah. it, I'll 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 clean my glasses for a better look at Blanche. <laughs> okay, <laughs> to see you know like 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 what it is because a lot of people feel that way about her the way the way you do that, uh-huh. that, that she's kind of hateful and and not a very sympathetic protagonist. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and also just real quick with the Oscars, uh, this movie, Kim Hunter and Vivian Lee and Elia Kazan all won Oscars, and Carl yeah. Malden, Marlon mm-hmm. Brando did not. Yeah, he um, was nominated. Though. He was nominated. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what would you rate it, and um, would you recommend it? Yes, I would recommend the movie, and it's five stars. Yep, same here. Mm-hmm. This movie is insanely good. Yeah, five stars, uh, and you have to watch it right now. So, <laughs> if you rented Rememory, return it and get Streetcar Named Desire. Okay, <laughs> please do, do that. It. Yeah, do that. So, <laughs> That wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe in Apple Podcasts. Rate it, review it, most of all, share it. It gets more dudes listening to the dudes. If you don't use iTunes, get us anywhere else you can get a podcast or go to dudesonmovies.com and you'll find anything you need right there. Yes, and we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look for Dudes on Movies. We have our email address, dudesonmovies@gmail.com. Yeah, please send us an email because we want to know your answer to the question of the week. And the question of the week is, what is your favorite Marlon Brando performance? There you go. There's a lot of good ones. There's, there's a lot to choose from. There's a lot of batshit ones, too. Yes, exactly. So. <laughs> and, and we said favorite, not best. Yeah, so not if you like one of, the, one of the weird ones from the 60s, go for it. Or uh, what, what is it? Uh, Island of Dr. Moreau? Yes, or you want Island of Dr. Moreau? He's or a you dolphin want... man or yeah. something? <laughs> Whatever the fuck <laughs> happens in that movie? <laughs> David Thewlis is a dolphin, I think, but <laughs> I got to watch it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so stay tuned next week when we won't talk about sexual assault because <laughs> we're doing 2015 Star Wars The Force Awakens, mm. directed by J.J. Abrams and starring Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver. But you already knew that. Yeah. So um, until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>